Welcome to the Leadership Podcast series, Small Things Make a Big Difference, where I interview leaders all over the world and discover the lessons they have learned and apply on a regular basis that help themselves, their families, the organizations they work for, and the communities they serve in be a better place. My name is Spencer Holt. I'm married to my best friend, Brittany, have four amazing children, and I have a passion for leadership and learning. I've lived in Canada, the US, and England, and can use all three accents when needed. I love working in countries all over the world, helping teams, organizations, and individuals be better and happier by focusing on small things that make a big difference. This episode is unique, it's fun, it's short, and it's just me. So there's not a guest today, but I hope you enjoy it. Just a quick question, how many times do you unlock your cell phone? Go ahead, you can actually find that in your settings. Check it out. On average, people are unlocking their cell phone over 250 times a day. Why? Why are we doing that? Ask yourself this, in the last meeting you attended, that you were supposed to be listening to, were you multitasking? Did you pull up your phone? Did you look at it? If I ask myself that question, I gotta admit, I sometimes look at my cell phone and I don't even need to. I sometimes unlock it because it makes me feel better or it's comfortable. This episode is dedicated to helping us be more present, stop using our cell phone as a distraction and embracing what's most importantly is the people that are in front of us. If you went out for dinner at all over the weekend, ask yourself, was the, was the phone there? And were you actually on your phone when you could have been talking with your friend? When was the last time you went for dinner with people and instead of being in the moment, you put your head up and everyone was on their cell phone? I hope this episode gives you perspective and a challenge that you will take yourself and you will share with 10 other friends as we head to the end of 2021 and embrace 2022. Enjoy. Happy November. Can you believe there are only two months left in 2021? November often brings about a number of mixed emotions. Sometimes it's panic because you're like, oh, I've got so much to do before the end of the year. Often it can bring a sense of reflection and what I'm hoping to cause in this week's episode, which by the way is shorter than most, but hopefully will make a big difference, is I'm going to give each of you a challenge. Now wait for it. First off, I want you to think about what is your favorite holiday between now and the end of the year? What do you do to make the most of that holiday? Like what really brings you joy? My guess is that I'm hoping none of you immediately thought, oh, I make sure I bring my phone to every holiday I go to so I can be on it when I'm supposed to be talking to other people. However, my friends, this is happening every day at almost every event, at every dinner, and at every holiday. We go to meet friends and family. We bring a distraction. Abraham Maslow says this, the ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. I give that quote because we've talked about mental wellness a lot on this podcast. One of the ways you can improve your mental health, be present. Scott O'Neill, who's been on my podcast before, recently wrote a book, Be Where Your Feet Are. 
He has a very popular phrase that I hear him say all the time. It's phones down, heads up. Think about your next interaction, your next meeting. Do you really need to bring your phone? Think about the last dinner that you went to, or maybe the dinner where you're observing other people eat. Are there phones at the table? Are they using their phones rather than interacting? I'd like to share with you a study and, and in hopes to give you some insight of how you can spend the last two months of the year being present and being aware of both you and the individuals you're interacting with. There was a study that wanted to understand the impact of phone use during dinner time at a restaurant, at a meal with other people. Does it heighten the experience or does it lessen it? So these researchers, they, they asked 300 people to go out for dinner with friends or family with the intent of studying how phone usage affected the experience. But the researchers didn't want to like give the study away to kind of put bias or anything. So here's what they did to disguise the study. The researchers told half the group that they'd receive a study related question by text at some point during the meal. So they should keep their device on the table. To the other half of the group, they thought they would tell the group to say, you're going to answer the questions on paper during the meal. And they were told to put their phones away as part of a longer list of study directions. So afterwards, both groups answered questions about their enjoyment, their phone use and overall dining experience. Their responses showed a clear dip in pleasure among those that used their phone during the experience. Just by virtue of having their phones on the table, the group that were asked to put them on the table ended up using them for an average of 11% of the meal, and they didn't even need to. So if you are wondering, does having my phone at the dinner table impact my overall enjoyment? The answer is unequivocally, yes, it does. Even more importantly, the effect appears to transcend dinner time. So these researchers did a second experiment. The researchers texted, texted survey questions to more than 100 people five times a day for a week. Each time, people were asked about their emotional state and what they've been doing in the last 15 minutes. Listen to this. If they had been on their phone while having a face-to-face -face interaction, they enjoyed the interaction less than the people who had been face-to-face -face with another person without their phone. Why is this so important as we head into the last two months of 2021? I'm going to ask each and every one of us to really think about being present. Put our phones down and our heads up in the meetings that we're in, in the conversations, in the dinner table, and when it matters. There's no reason. Take this challenge. The next time you go for dinner, leave your phone in the car. It will be okay. The other thing that I thought I would share with you, I received a challenge to not sleep with your phone by your bed. In fact, go ahead, just ask yourself, do you currently sleep with your phone by your bed? And some of you are saying, well, yes, I use it as an alarm. By the way, half of you will have a smart watch that will have an alarm on it. 
researchers also show that if you're not on your phone before you go to sleep, and it's not the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning is grab your phone, you will be happier. Just try it. Find an alarm. Actually figure out how the alarm clock on your watch works and leave your phone outside the bedroom. I've done this now for 30 days. And because I'm kind of geeky, I have a watch that monitors my sleep. My sleep index score has improved by eight points. I get better REM sleep. I have less restlessness. And for whatever reason, I fall into deeper sleep quicker. So my challenge to each one of you in this small but very impactful episode, put your phones down and your head ups and enjoy the people that are with you and be in the moment as you close out 2021 and prepare for the best year yet in 2022. And let us all embrace this one small thing that will, according to research and my own personal experience, make a big difference in your life and unequivocally the lives of the people that you interact with. Enjoy and please send me your feedback and what you experienced when you decided to put your phone down and keep your head up.